Hi, and welcome once again to What's the Damage? Companion shows the incredibly well-known and popular real play D&D show, Roll for Damage. We had a week off, but we're back now and we promise we will never leave you again. We promise. So game got canceled last week due to stuff, which actually works out perfectly well for me because it means I didn't have to catch up on anything. And I am a fundamentally lazy person who prefers not to do work. So um, a couple years worth of news have happened since we last saw the Shields of Twilight. So just let me refresh everyone's memories. Our heroes done got robbed. Um, and then one of the things stolen from them was their communicator, which prevents them from picking up the thing for Lex. So if our heroes don't want to get their kneecaps confiscated, they need to get their stuff back and pretty fast. Luckily, last episode, a shady, um, openly pro-child murder figure in Alley stepped in to provide a solution for our wonderful Shields of Twilight. Um, that solution was large amounts of very cinematic violence. We left our heroes knee deep in blood and guts while a goddess stood before them and wept. And we'll be discussing all of that right now. Exciting. As always, stick around after the stream. Um, some of the links up are no longer current because I straight up forgot to send in the new ones. We'll have an updated card next week. In the meantime, please check out fairfight.com um, as we all prepare for the Georgia runoffs. Thank you, everyone who voted. It's so good. I'm your host, Truth Benson, and this is What's the Damage? Okay, welcome back, guys. Joining me today are three of our favorite uh, players. There aren't the main players, but these are three of our favorite. They're all our favorite. We love them equally. So we've got Jay, who plays um, the absolutely fantastic Cobalt. We've got Jake, the other um, Jay person in the group. I always get their names mixed up. Um, who plays the fantastic Oriana Scarlet. Um, we all love. Then we've got Tick, who plays Sinric, our absolutely favorite barbarian, uh, tip of the tip of the line barbarian. Hi guys. No. <laughs> so Hello. you had you had a real exciting episode with a bit of a body count. What's the damage? Emotional or physical? I mean, 
I mean, no, no damage for us yet. Yeah. I, also, I, I think also the... for the record, Campion didn't kill nobody. Okay. Didn't you kill one person? No, he killed no? nobody. He okay. Killed well, Campion's good. Campion's fine. You're an accessory. No, you, you just you just decided yeah. to run into a tent and steal goods. Yeah, but the but the goods were mine, so I was retaking them. Needs. And to clarify, I believe the damage was a lot more than we normally do. That pretty that, cool. That's a fair assessment. <laughs> I like that. I would like to attack Nod lethally. Yep, he's dead. <laughs> you non-lethally punch his eyeballs out of his uh, skull. That's just how it works sometimes. So before we dig into all of that, let's talk about your costumes, because this was the Halloween off episode, and you guys did dress up, and it was quite fun for the viewers. Did you guys have fun being costume? Um, I did. Uh, I think I heard somebody calling him, so he's probably got somebody in the background. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, uh, I quite enjoyed dressing up as Oriana. Uh, just, I, I, I came to the realization, maybe I should have tried sitting down in that costume for a few hours at a time, because that's not what that costume was designed to do. Uh, <laughs> towards, the, towards the end, right before the break, I could feel some of the um, apparati of the costume digging into my side, which was not very comfortable. Interesting. Let's see, Tick, you were a cute little sailor man. Those costumes are hot. <laughs> you were wearing a coat. <laughs> That's all I got. But it was, you know, very cool after I sat down and very comfortable after I sat down. Yeah. Uh, Jay was just kind of cosplaying as himself. Um, so, Jake, actually, now, can you tell us a little bit about what in what into your Oriana cosplay? Because, like, I know you were getting items for that, and, like, perfecting that look for a while. Uh, yeah, I think I started ordering stuff back in, like, April, May, I want to say. I, I don't mm -hmm. remember, like, the first order that went out, but it's somewhere around there. And it was really just, like, ordering anything and everything I might need to match the picture uh, that our artist drew of Oriana, Iona. Um, and, um, God, oh man, it, I had a corset, I had a bra, I had stuff to go in the bra. Had... Did you get, did you get, um, chicken cutlets? Yes, yes. Yeah, chicken cutlets, good. Um, I had to order a, a poofy sleeved shirt, the horns, the makeup. Um, what were the horns made out of? Uh, they were just, um, like, they almost feel like styrofoam. I'm not really sure mm -hmm. what they are. I bought them from, like, Amazon. Um, they were the closest I could find to something, and I have no artistic skill. Otherwise, I would have carved my own horns out of something. But, um, yeah, I just bought them off Amazon. Um, the skirt, the, the boots, the violin, for crying out loud. Yeah, I remember, was... I remember you and Chad trying to figure out why the violin wasn't making noise. Yeah, that, that took... Um... He needed to rosin the but, bow. Yeah, yeah. L look up how to actually set up a violin before trying to play a violin. <clears throat> Good times. Okay, uh, before I asked everyone if they enjoyed dressing up, Jay, did you enjoy dressing up? Did you have fun? Man, you know, I always enjoy um, putting on costumes and uh, being other people. Uh, but I just practically just dressed up as I, you know, it, it, it was less dress up and more 
I, I just wore stuff that I had. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a sloth outfit just in your closet. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love the, the contrast there of uh, I was buying stuff all the way back in April, May and makeup and horns and bras. Uh-huh. And... Jay, I found something in my closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fun times. Okay, um, so moving on to the events of the game. Um, before we get into the meaty stuff, let's talk about some of the things that happened like at the top end of the episode and the episode prior because um, we didn't get Jay before. So Jay, mm-hmm. uh, Campion seemed a little more at home like in the, this kind of town than the rest of the group. In his career as a bounty hunter, is he used to like hanging out in the shadier bits of cities? Uh, yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. his character was, um, before he went out, he struck out on his own. He was with his father a lot. And, uh, yeah, man, his father would just drag him around in places such as these, you know, with the dregs of society. Because that's just the type of people his father worked with, you know, um, and he felt more comfortable with. Because, you know, you know a person's going to stab you in the back, you know, in this type of society compared to, you know, a hoity-toity person wearing a smile and then having a dagger behind their back, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he's used to, um, you know, the, the shady bits. And I feel like uh, this was this was a very good time for him to shine in this area. Did they get to do a bit of investigating, I guess? Would you call it investigating? I'd, I'd call it following what's got <laughs> less investigating. Yeah. Following his nose, as it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun times wandering around in a cool city full of thieves. Um, yeah, so things did pop up in a big way later in the episode. Um, but before all that, you had some fun meeting some shady characters in alleys, uh, scoping out bars, and attempting to run an errand for Lex. Uh, the shopkeeper you met was a bit of a character. He had the pleasure of meeting all of you, uh, meeting Oriana Scarlet uh, first, which was fun. Ori, how was that? Did you have fun in that little shop? You know, I don't think Oriana's ever encountered somebody who didn't pronounce her last name right. So okay, that he was just a list. He just had a list. It was more the accent, but um, <laughs> no, that was that was a nice. Um, well, this isn't what I was expecting to have to do mm-hmm. right now. Moment um, kind of threw her off guard a bit. Uh, was kind of hoping we could just, you know, convince him that we worked for Lex, you know. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we we had the the oopsie big oopsie eh, just use your happens. communicator oopsie doodle yeah so were you guys aware that you were missing the communicator at that time and like did you think you'd have trouble getting the item without it um i mean i didn't know if it was missing or not i wasn't sure where Qu- i don't know where quinn keeps his stuff on his body so i don't know if it's all like mm-hmm. in his bag or if he has pockets or anything like that um so i didn't know if it was going to be there or not i kind of figured it was going to be missing though 
Uh, and in terms of getting the item, I pretty once Lex mentioned, oh, you could just you know turn on the communicator. I'm like, oh, we're gonna we're right. gonna need that in order to get this. That that is that that is just a thing that we're gonna have to do. Oh boy. Yeah. What about the other two? Were you like thinking, oh, we might have some trouble, or did that catch you by surprise? Oh, dude, I completely forgot about the communicator, man. <laughs> I, was, I was focused on like I had two, like I had two hundred and like eighty gold missing, and I was gonna buy some cool stuff, and then it was like, oh, now I'm now we're broke. Okay, well, oh, that's that's good, you know. The second time my characters had all this jacked, <laughs> you know. So, uh, so yeah, okay. yeah, I, I completely forgot about it, but uh, but yeah, no, um. Yeah, Lex is not going to be happy. But you know what? With them and not me, it's fine. I mean, when is Lex ever happy? Exactly. I mean, you never know. She could be. She's probably happy when you're not there. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. You just assume she was happy, like, on her wedding day and stuff. Yeah. Is Lex married? I, yeah, I was just about to Charlie? ask that. No, no, that's no, that, that's oh, no, it's fuck. Yeah. Sorry, I get no, everyone mixed up. Yeah, but that's how that's that's the, the that's the symbol is. They're all married. That's <laughs> right. We decided yeah. we decided they're a polycule. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're just a common. They're, they're a, a collective. Common. Yeah. Yeah, they're a um how many are there? Seven? Seven, I believe. They're uh you'll get me se- in septuple. They're seven? a septuple. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good time. Oh, I honestly felt we were going to have to go on that adventure, and I was kind of looking forward to going on that mountain adventure I mean, instead of yeah, sitting in the city. Yeah, you might still have to. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, we yeah, might this... have to escape to the mountain. We're going to talk about it in one second. Um, before that, though, Campion. Um, yes. So Campion hasn't really had a chance to talk to another Arcano nerd for a while. Was mm. it nice to have someone to talk science with? Yeah, yeah, you know, but then, you know, you came, you know, it, it was cool. Like, Fantasy WD-40 is very fascinating, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the future. <laughs> it's the future, <laughs> okay? And then also, yeah, dude, he's trying to get some ore, and, like, hey, man, if he can just implement the ore into, like, armor, you know, maybe Greybone, like, that's next-level shit, guys, okay? He's oh. very excited, but then he also came to a realization that the guy was um very boring um well well, more it it was embarrassing when he was explaining his processes and then you know he was asking both times he was like you know is this is this how i explain of course not you sound so much cooler oh yeah so much different of course you're good good." and he's like completely different okay (laughs) oh that was quite something um yeah i just want to point out we're at the one place that we can probably purchase explosives and no one's asked about it Dobby's not here well yeah because campy was gonna buy explosives yeah serenity's like already money. is already specified that she's never <laughs> giving any of my characters explosives it'd be so fun 
I am pro you getting explosives. Yeah, no, put that right. put that on the record. Oh yeah, no, because I just put explosives on everything. You know, <laughs> crossbow, crossbow bolts, explosives, armor, explosives, gray bolts. Every problem solve it with C four. Exactly. Yeah, you know, instead of a crossbow bolt, you just load a stick of dynamite in there and shoot that. Yeah, just shoot it's it. very Hawkeye. <laughs> Right? Oh, level, level 20, exploding. Campion just turns Greybone into a walking thermonuclear warhead. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's like, he's, he's like a great Greybone. I'm going to need you to walk in there. Okay? It's our version of Jeep stuff. We just yeah, throw the C4 on, on yeah, the dog and, called... you know, go! <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, he's called Greybone because after he's done, all that's left is Greybones. It's Greybones. <laughs> I just made a badass. Um. Anyway. Um, yeah, so let's move on to your interesting battle in the middle of the city and the precursor to that. So before you guys sort of committed to uh, attacking these merchants, you had a lengthy discussion. I kind of wanted to ask um, why your characters ultimately went along with this, especially since Campion and Oriana seem to have like uh, pretty heavy reservations at first. You want to take well, this one, or should I? Well, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll go first. Um, in Campion's sense, it's like, um, it's 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 teachings from his father is you can't go and claim someone did something. Like you can't like in his sense he wasn't the guy the guy that they were talking to was like oh yeah let's let's fuck we're gonna kill some people and he's like well, I really I really don't want to kill them honestly I'm just trying to like I, he was thinking like you know Boltaim is going to create a ruckus and then they're going to create a ruckus or whatever and then like maybe Campion and somebody else is going to like look for it sneak past and you know look for this you know um magical thing and see if you know it's the bags you know um yeah shit went sideways very quickly but that's just how this campaign goes man i mean gotta roll with it <laughs> gotta, gotta roll with these punches bro gotta roll with these punches man um but yeah it was like he wasn't in it for um the conflict or even like being like oh i demand our stuff to be back it's more like mm -hmm. um he didn't really want to get into it but he saw that the majority of them were going like something was going to happen if they did something and he was going to be needed in that sense so he offered his services to help as best as he could but he but he but it wasn't to assist them without harming an individual if you get what i understand yeah which he yeah. and i believe he said he didn't actually tell anyone which I think yeah, no. right. yeah oh gosh uh where do i even begin um yeah, Oriana didn't even really want to hear the guy out. Um, partially because why should we listen to a shifty guy who, you know, saw what went down in that alley and was like, hey, these people, these people I can get behind. The guy sees us at arguably our worst and wants to recruit us to help get our stuff back. Uh, it just seemed really suspicious to her. And at the same time as this is this information is being brought to the group, we've already been told by someone we know we can trust, you know, hey, just go take care of this thing up in the mountains. It's like a day's journey from here. And I can help you get the information on where your stuff is. Mm -hmm. And we can proceed through more legitimate means. 
Um, but I feel like, and I mean, Jay, you feel free to step in. I feel like the entire group, except maybe Sinric, uh, basically was like, well, why don't we hear this guy out? Like even, I, I, I you know, no, you know, Campion, Campion yeah. wanted to hear this, hear, hear this guy out. Yeah, but yeah, then once I, he started to hear what this guy was about, he was like, yeah. Uh, "Yeah, I'm not really digging this." Yeah, the difference between hearing him out and agreeing with it. What interested me with Oriana is she said, "Let's do this." After she heard him out, so she heard him out, and the way I was playing it, the guy seemed trustworthy. It seemed like, "Hey, this is our stuff." And he specifically told us that they would be leaving town that night. Now, Oriana already said, hey, we have a chance at finding our stuff through legitimate means. And this guy is telling us through no discernible lies that we have tonight or nothing. And at that point, the entire group kind of became wishy-washy almost. Like everybody was like, well, we want to, but we, but we don't want to hurt people but we want to, but we don't want to hurt, you know, it, and it was this kind of back and forth that really kind of got on Oriana's nerves in a way. Because mm. <laughs> she was just told, well, we can't take this legitimate path without first hearing off this potentially, you know, not legitimate path. And then we hear this out. We're not, nobody's sensing that the guy's lying to us. Can we just make a decision already? So she made a decision. I guess. And it's probably um, going to bite her in the butt. But, I mean, definitely. <laughs> Has it not already? It's part of the fun, isn't it? It's part of the fun. Um, yeah, so Sinric tends to sort of step back when the party is arguing um, and then sort of goes with what the group decision is. Like, what was he thinking as everyone was discussing this? Did he think this guy was trustworthy? Do you think it was worth it to hear him out? Oh, it's definitely, it was definitely worth it to hear him out. I mean, mm -hmm. I even made that comment while we're discussing. It's like, hey, I mean, it doesn't hurt to hear the guy out. But in my head, the guy offered like no proof other than mm -hmm. I saw them take my stuff. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, that's your stuff. One thief is not the same as every other thief. I mean, yeah, he kept we're saying a he kept town saying full of thieves. Yeah, directly. Oh yeah, he, I know they. I saw them take my stuff, and he, like, and then the story was like, oh yeah, yeah, your stuff's you know most likely there too. I'm like, oh, okay, no. but okay, it was at the same it time. It was. It was. And and now that campion now that campion knows this, uh, the worst thing that he hates is thieves. Um. And if he did have dynamite in that moment, he would have blew up that entire fucking bazaar. You don't fucking steal, okay? First thing, you don't steal from a dwarf. Second is, you don't steal from a person that's been raised by a dwarf, okay? Because temper. <laughs> Especially their money. Oh my god. Sweet. I mean, um, in all honesty, it's not like I was out much. I mean, I was out 60 gold, and you have my 75 gold worth of pearls, so technically I'm one up on everyone. Until we get our stuff back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, like, whatever everybody's thought process was, you did end up jumping into the fray, or starting the fray, really, uh, which went a little bit differently than you perhaps expected in interesting ways. So 
what was it like being in the midst of battle and realizing that, hey, you and your friends are doing crazy damage and are probably going to kill all these people if you don't stop? I murdered someone with a stick, yeah, more or less. Sure mm-hmm. <laughs> and then once and I realized, Oriana it's like, oh. And the people to the crisp. And oh, yeah, yeah. is blameless and bloodless. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I mean, it was <laughs> eh, blameless. Uh, yeah. Definitely not blameless, but definitely you know. Blameless, but... Yeah, I mean, it was. It, once it, I realized my, it was pointless. Yeah, like my 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 interest was piqued when he was starting to dispatch them very easily. Um, I think in the first interaction, he killed like three dudes, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay. Why are we here?" <laughs> Okay, this is not suspicious at all. And then, like, I, I got like hit by like f- three dudes, and then and then like I had the the temp HP, and I was like, I have temp HP. Okay, but the temp HP is okay, I can't understand if it was like ten temp HP, but it's like forty. Um, okay, this isn't normal. I'm I'm freaking out now. Well, I'm trying to get my shit and get the fuck on. <laughs> okay, we're already in it now. We're in the shit. We might as well. See, we- swim through it yeah we we weren't really patsies for what we think this we were i believe but i do ultimately think we were kind of like um oh yeah we were duped. yeah we, we were definitely yeah mm-hmm. we were duped but not for the reason we think the, I, yeah. I think we were wholeheartedly duped to try and seduce quinn to a different exactly person. this was some, this was some god shit we, yeah, we were we were we were a means to an end we were not duped in any way as as our just said we we hey the guy was up front the guy was up front with us the entire time like uh yeah it's gonna be a fight you'll you can try talking to them but they're not gonna give you your stuff back and they're gonna (sighs) fight you and you're gonna need to defend yourselves um so we we walked into it and we walked into it willingly and honestly and and the the serious they ended up having it it turned out okay for us for now. Yeah, this could have been uh, way worse. This could have been way I mean, worse. I am very well, it's not over. Keep that, keep that in mind. It's not over yet. Hey, man, all we gotta do is um, be off these guards. But, um, <laughs> the scary part for me in the moment was thinking, this guy punched someone into paste. Oh, yeah. And mm. then was very clear about our lack of participation upsetting him. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. Well, Okay. We were participating. Um, I was trying to find stolen stuff. How is that not participating? Uh, participating in the causing of death. Let's put it that oh, way. No, no. <laughs> um, so at that point, I mean, Oriana had fully intended not to fight at all during this um, circumstance. And she fully expected like, hey, the magic users are going to go get the magic stuff. Just keep them off of us, guys. And then yeah. we kind of like split up a bit not really but kind surprised. of um not to not to uh interrupt but i was a little surprised that ori didn't take point more being a high charisma character uh yeah i mean i probably should have eh. but oriana was also kind of mad at the group <laughs> again because Remember what I, happened the last time i, I, took I had an option guys i had an option but we didn't take it we you know, and then she kind of th- literally threw the ball into the court of the party of like, a, hey, we're either doing this or we're not. Let's let's make a decision. Mm-hmm. So she didn't really feel like taking point on that. 
I think if we had a little bit more time with that, maybe she would have, but I honestly don't think it would have gotten us anywhere. Um, but yeah, Ori's plan was just, hey, point me at the thing that's locked that has our stuff. Knock, knock. Okay, let's get out of here. Yeah. But we kind of... Um, the mages kind of end up taking uh, a lot of attacks of opportunities. Or rather, I, had, I, I think I used disengage or whatever, but you know, mm -hmm. we, we didn't exactly get to our stuff as quick as I wanted. So, uh, you know, when a whole group of people come in and I'm like, okay, well, let's just get them to move away, burning hands. Oh, you're toast. <laughs> hmm. Oops. Extra yeah. crispy. Uh oh. It happens. Want to talk. It, it does happen. It, it has happened, in fact. I didn't want to talk about that, though, because um, both Oriana and Sinric. I think you both witnessed like people just getting super murdered mm. and then made the decision to attack anyway. With Sinric, like you fully went into a rage. You were like, okay, if you're going to hit me, I am going to pop your heads off like little bottle caps, which is a very barbarian thing to do. Um, well, but talk to me about that decision. It didn't start that way. I mean, mm -hmm. it didn't start that way. I, I My whole intention was to hold back. And once yeah. I saw that they were, you know, like, frail sheets of paper what's the point in holding back i mean in all honesty if your bare minimum is going to kill someone you might as well go full ham and just take less damage and that was you know my rational moral point okay but then again oh, yeah, it's not the first time i've seen people dead though i mean yeah yeah Senric has experience with it, if they're you know if they weren't guilty of stealing our stuff i'm sure they were guilty of something and that's how you know a character looks at it we're in mm -hmm. a town of lawlessness i mean there's a reason why these people are here and not living in say the city that's to the north of us oriana is probably going to have like that moment of self-realization of what she just did because she's never killed like a person before she's she? she's fought monsters okay like it, you know whatever we've seen in the campaign she you know she hasn't killed anything pre-campaign really um and so all, the only things she's ever really done damage to are monsters and like people literally out to get them like the the bandits and the in the sewers Mm -hmm. um so you know this was the first time a innocent in heavy air quotations was killed by her and in the moment she's not really thinking about that she's just thinking yeah. these people stole our stuff you know and in her yeah, in her mind left, like she the death did penalty not... is that how that works yeah. is that is that what well, we're doing she did not come into this intending to hurt people she wanted to try and resolve things peacefully if she could. And in her mind's eye, yes, we had the big beefy dude meant to intimidate who just decided, hey, I'm going to flick you and turn you into a mist. Uh, he did his thing first, but in her party, they were the first attacked technically. When Campion moved to try and get in, he got hit with attack of opportunities. So in, in her mind's eye, it's kind of like we're defending, but it's going to be one of those things where when she actually has time to think about what she did, she's going to be like, oh shit, what yeah. did I do? And of course, we justify things in different ways. Um, yeah, so 
going away from that in the moment as you were um doing such violence and descriptions made it sound very much like doom i thought like you know in doom you have these crazy cinematic kills have you any played it oh yeah there are yeah. crazy cinematic kills um yeah so do you feel fun and good in the moment to like have access to this insane power to be able to punch people's whoa. heads off that is some sociopathic looking right there man even in the campaign though this isn't the first time that i've done like violent horrific acts even that the party has seen i mean in like the first or second episode um i I don't remember if it was oriana or quinn but i was trying to rip a jaw out from a wizard that you know in the house that dobby wanted to burn down (laughs) so i mean it's not the first time that's you know for me at least in the campaign that i've done something violent i mean i've tried like non-lethally to hurt someone and like i said going back to i realized they were made of paper so you know why are you going to restrain yourself yeah is that specifically i'm talking about did it feel good to have to be juiced up by a god essentially to know that that you were untouchable and that you could absolutely rip through through real humans we were not untouchable in one round i took like 60 damage Okay, yeah. but the power, yeah. though. Had that god juice. Had that I god mean, juice I'll guy. say this. Talking about the god juice, guys. <laughs> I'll say this. It's been a while since Oriana got the finishing blow on a creature. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Um, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It was kind of fun, but at the same time, in the back of your head, you have that nagging suspicion of... It's never this easy. What did we do? We just fucked up. We just had some fun. I mean, that, that's yeah, what we did. Fun. This is when you reload the save in, in Skyrim and they go kill scum, all the guards. They just save scum. Yeah. <laughs> go I mean, kill all the guards. This is why you just have like a GTFO button. Oh, wait. <laughs> y'all don't have that. Yeah. I think I have, I think I have one. I could go invisible, so... Yeah. yeah, I can't think of going invisible. Yeah. I, I have some flying potion. How far oh, can yeah, I get? Oh, yeah, you do. I'm just going mean, to go invisible. Can, you, you, I'm going fl- to hop on you, and then you could just fly away. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Nice. Oh, all about. Soon, soon I have a get out of jail free card. Peace, yo. Um, I'll come get you from jail tonight. Yo, deuces. Maybe. It's like that vine, and then like it disappears. <laughs> Which one? Okay, don't don't tell us. We need to move on. Um, okay, one more question before we move on to our topic for the day. So, um, one of the more lighthearted things about this episode was a fantasy electric guitar. Um, do we think that Oriana's problem thus far has been that she's not punk enough? I think she's not ska enough. Oh yeah. Oh, don't forget about the microphone too. Hey, don't forget. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let let's just say. Since we don't need the information, uh, the Oriana is going to be very tempted to trade ore for <laughs> some new instruments. Cheap. That is like extremely cheap. For- yeah, I mean, it was like what two hundred for the Yeah, it was a, it was one hundred and five, I think. I was like, that's cheap, man. Yeah, yeah for, for the guitar, the mic, the the amp. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I thought I you thought should, it was going to be. Invest. Yeah, like 500 at least. 
<laughs> I mean, if Oriana can find a way to make it pour, I, I wonder if it weighs five pounds because then she could have Mage hand holding the definitely portal. not. Yeah. Well, just just make it like a backpack. Oh, yeah, just make the amplifier like a backpack. That way you can wear it. Yeah, no, dude, camping, oh, you can totally is. make it that, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll Great see. Bacteria. We'll see. Let, let's let's handle the other problem first before we worry about Dang. the electric guitar. Well, speaking of magical electric guitars, our topic for today is magic items. Yay! Ooh, yes. Uh, so we love them. We covet them. We nag our DMs to get uh, to give us more of them. Um, first off, do you all have like a favorite magic item that you can list off the top of your head? Oh man, I like fun magic items, like fun, like random magic items, like the alchemical <laughs> jug and stuff like that. Things that you can think of clever uses for. Mm. Like eventually, you know, Jay is going to find a use for that mayonnaise. Yeah, man. <laughs> Um, I, I'm gonna be the sole proprietor of mayonnaise. Why didn't Why didn't you put that on the rock on the on the the frog leg for the rock? <laughs> because I didn't have the the jug ready. Yeah, I didn't have the jug ready. But, we'll just yeah. cover all the blood that we've spread on the ground with mayonnaise. mayonnaise? No one will be able to see a thing. Officer, I mean, it's just mayonnaise it's like, everywhere. It's mayonnaise. It was a sandwich explosion. <laughs> I had a sandwich. <laughs> this rogue guy came in and just started spraying mayonnaise all over these people, and they just died. We don't yeah. know what happened. Yeah, it's, yeah. The guy just gave him a sandwich. His name was Dobby Ponds. You just, you, I don't know, man. Dude, it's like allergies, man. Allergies. A food coma. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Except for the guy without, you know, like body parts. No, he's also in a food coma. It was just really intense. Just the extra crispy guy just knocked rash, his limbs off. Rash from the from the allergic reaction, you know. So done. Tamales. Yeah, but I guess my favorite magic item would be like, like fucking the uh, boots of water walking. I know mm-hmm. it's like. It's a conditional thing where it's like, oh, you're not gonna always come against water. But what 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 happens when you do? That what happens when you time. when you wear an armor, okay? And you and and and, and you got to save some person, and the water happens, and now you're 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 now drowning in water, okay? You got to dump your armor, okay? It's happened to me a lot of times, okay? That's why I have either water breathing or water walking somewhere to to every character that wears ar- armor that I have. It's crazy. I mean, makes sense. That's fair. Two answers. Okay, uh, practicality, okay. ring of spell story. Oh, yeah, good. Arguably the most useful item in the For game. For anyone, absolutely. Anyone, just, mm-hmm. just free spells. You can give spells to non-casters if they want. Um, things like that. And then just in terms of like fun, any of the like circlet of blasting, wand of magic missiles, things that don't have to be used by a spellcaster, but allow martial types to use magic in different ways. Mm-hmm. Just to give them the option of having something other than I hit, you know, I, I swing my sword, I, I stab. I do a stab, yeah. Yeah. What's, what's wrong it's, with that? There's nothing wrong with it. It just, it, it helps to make a character feel more diverse if they have access to things that their class doesn't necessarily give them access to. I'm going to have a giant hammer now so I can have some diversity in my weapons. I mean, you say that. I've, <laughs> I've made the walking armory before. It's fun. <laughs> fun times. Um, yeah, so there are like a billion and one magic items out there. Um, as DMs, like how do you choose which ones are appropriate for your campaign? 
you just like pick ones you think are cool? Do you have mm -hmm. ones that are like, especially, especially for characters, things that go with the theme? Like what's your thought process? See, I give, oh, sorry, go on. Oh, I know, I know what you're going to do. You're just like, don't give them too many items. No, I was going to say, don't give them that stupid magic item that you think they can do absolutely nothing with because it'll come back and bite you in the rear end. Oh. Sound advice. Yeah, no, I'm the type of DM that gives my players too many magic items and they just mm -hmm. never use them, you know? And... <laughs> You know, like I just make like, oh yeah, oh they can they could totally use this one, or or, or this yeah. character could use that one. I'm like, oh yeah, they're so gonna use these things, and it's like, it's like they're Link, and they only just use them. it to get to the next level, and then like they just forget about it, and mm -hmm. then you're just like, oh, wow, you know, like your jug, exactly. I mean, we we could you know totally make that oil and drop it on the ground and just you know behind us as something's running as a way to you know try and put I some mean, distance you between can, us. Like, things like that the mayonnaise out you can use the mayonnaise for oh, that yeah, the mayonnaise and then you get the, the crows mayonnaise. and pigeons just come in and then they yeah. get the mayonnaise and it's a distraction <laughs> okay pigeon distraction but yeah i'm the I kind of by what i said about oh sorry go on Oh, yeah. I'm the kind of DM where I give uh, a player like Serenity this fun magic item that I think, oh, that, that, that's that's quirky. That's fun. And then like 10, 20 sessions later, they break a puzzle with it. And I'm like, dust of deliciousness. No, I'm... Why is that it's to break shit. See, I, I want my characters to do cool shit with their items, you know? I'm just like I mean, I hey. love it when they do cool stuff with yeah. it. It's just like it's it's always like something. He you know, here here's a random magic item. I just rolled it on a table. It'd be fun, it'd be fun. Think of what you guys could do with it, and then like twenty sessions down the line. Oh, wait, you guys you you guys have that wait, why how are you using the item? Uh uh uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah actually going off of what um jay was saying do you have any tips for people how to keep track of their magic items because i think that's probably the number one thing you forget as a player like you forget your cool special abilities you forget mm -hmm. your fucking items mm -hmm. how do see in my character sheet i have a, a special tab that I'm, i've labeled magic shit and i put all my magic items in there and then i don't forget because I'm a good player and I don't forget my magic items. But no, no. Um, just like I guess, um, have like note cards. Like I have actually lay physical like index cards that when I used to do IRL games, you know, I'd like glue art on it and stuff like that. I'd be like, this is for you. Don't lose it. Because <laughs> I'm not making another one. Trophy <laughs> <Hope> there. <laughs> Oh, she's back. We were, we were talking about how ways for players. players. No. Yeah. It was it was ways to how do you make your players remember? Hey, how magic do we? Items. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we got cute for fifteen minutes. I can yeah, I can yeah, make yeah, yeah. it. Me, my computer yeah. can make it. I I IRL huh? games make physical cards with art. Give it to player so then they don't yeah. forget. They so sell I, those. I yeah, have, they uh, do now. Yeah, they do. Yes, yeah. that's awesome. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but give us the monies. I'll take money. Hashtag we will sponsor. Um, we will sponsor. No, oh, um, sponsorship. My uh, <laughs> my method is always the, the the simplest, which is write your most important shit 
at the top of the page. Mm. I mean, I, I will say I tend to like write stuff at the bottom of the page as I add new inventories in. And so things mm. get forgotten. So I like magic items that I don't have to think about that are always active. Like the magic weapon, the ring of protection. Yeah, that passive shit. It just happens. Yeah, exactly. It's just there. I don't have to think about it. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, write it somewhere where you'll where you'll remember to look. I guess is the the moral there. Um, so uh, we talked about like our favorite um, pre-ran like in the books magic items. Uh, how do you go about designing a homebrew item? Like, how do you make it both mega super awesome cool and balanced? I think that's uh, trial and harder to do. <laughs> Ooh, I trial use a and generator. Air. Yeah, I use a Give, generator. I I usually first oh, off I usually run. Oh, uh, I, I just use several like donjon and like other things. Like you just mm -hmm. type in just magic item generator and it's fun. They actually have a really funny like goofy useless magic item generator that's just like goofy bullshit and it's hilarious. Yeah. Now, see, I'd be sold on that. Like Ring of Tickles or something. Oh yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> the Cursed Ring of Tickles. As soon as yeah, exactly. you put it on, it is bound to you forever, and you are ticklish forever. Like you oh, have yeah. to roll a Wisdom save whenever you cast a spell. If you roll a one, oh, you just start God. laughing. Oh no. I um, love that. Uh, I actually really enjoy making magic items, uh, especially like more powerful things, like um, you know, mm -hmm. from like Critical Role, the vestiges and things like that. Things that grow with the character. I feel that helps enhance the story in some ways because mm -hmm. this, you know, you can give a character this item early on and it could, oh, it's, yeah, it's a plus one sword. Oh, great. This is exactly what I need at level five so that I can hit things better and all that stuff. And then, you know, hey, somewhere around like level 10. Hey, um, your sword's got some new runes on it, by the way. Hey, look at that. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Now when you attack a zombie, it like glows and slashes their head clean off or something like that. Um, and when it comes to like balancing that stuff, I, I find just, you know, if you're already in like a, your own campaign, just let your players know like, Hey, this is me, you know, this is something I made and I may need to fine tune it a little bit more down the line. Oh yeah. I remember when you did that for Morden and you were like, you, you gave me kind of like a preview and I was like, Oh yeah, dude, I'm ready. I'm good. I'm good for that. Yeah, it was good. So on. <laughs> magic items can be kind of tricky i mean regardless of creating them or not because i mean you almost want to assume like a sense of safety when you have a magic item um and you kind of have to like i i guess as a player trust like the dm not to steal your magic item um because it could mm. be like something where you know say they give you a super awesome powerful artifact or legendary item at such a low level and then turn around and just like take it from you in the next couple of sessions because it's, you know, it'll break the future of the campaign. Um, so I, I guess you kind of have to balance it against that type of aspect as far as like magic items. I actually I, really like what Serenity did with that, with uh, me and uh, Sin or with Oriana and Sinric with our magic items from the gods, where Ori's. Uh, made her magic do maximum damage automatically. Mm -hmm. Oh, but by the way, you can consume twice as many spell slots. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was, that or was uh, yep. Sinrix, which was what? Plus Minus five, five AC. 
Yeah, plus five to your AC until you get hit by something, and then you're like minus five. That is five. higher level than me. If I yeah. get hit by something that's higher level than me, it's a minus five AC. Yeah, dude, that yeah. was insane, dude. And I'm, that's, well, that's an interesting way, because we, we could theoretically abuse those items if we really wanted to. But we're we're almost use you back. Oh, yeah. We're almost at the point where AC is almost meaningless. So, I mean, mm-hmm. at that point, it's like, okay, well, if I have 18 AC, I'm still going to be hit by everything at a certain point. So what's the difference between 18 AC versus 13 AC in a case of a minus five or, you know, going against something lower level mm-hmm. it's a 22 they're never going to hit you so yeah i mean we're mm-hmm. i'd say within the next two or three levels we'd probably be at that point where ac becomes ir- irrelevant yeah especially for you you're a barbarian like you got like man i got AC, you got hp for days like yeah, <laughs> yeah right now i'm up to like what 68 hp or 64 hp yeah. out of the and entire then, group you know double that with rage and Boom. you yeah, usually yeah. get hit anyway which is I, the, the yeah. really sad thing so even you know we could give you that and if you have a high enough ac and it makes a difference in, in fights that may actually I, help I, but i mean my biggest thing going in you know even going back to the campaign is like okay what's gonna happen with quinn um, yeah that's the only i thing tend that's... to go down like a brick <laughs> yeah dude that's the only thing that's causing me some reservation because our our resident uh decursifier uh, may or may not uh, have access to his magic. I guess we'll see. I mean, I think he's got a new guy, maybe. If he chooses. If he chooses. If he chooses. Bane gave him his card. He was like, hey. Uh, he's like, you know, hey, look me up. Call me. <laughs> I'm interested. Hey, man. You can push all the children you want onto the <laughs> dirt. Yeah. You know, you don't care about yeah, animals. Okay, cool, yeah. Sorry, yeah, Chad. Fuck, fuck you can totally Chad. murder all the children you want. <laughs> Chad's not here to defend himself. I think he's a Chad. Uh, <laughs> mean. Let's maybe not hurt children. Chad. Oh yeah, no, yeah. That no, might no, come no. up now that we yeah. know he, you know, assaulted okay. a child. Chad, if you go evil, I support you. I support you if you go evil. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just. I, I'm not involved in like the party conflicts. I'm just on the sidelines. You know, like, You're just like chaos, chaos. chaos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, shit. Yeah, we need to move on to another question. Uh, do 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 do. Okay, so in five e, um, characters can only have three attuned magic items at once. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a good like a good rule that prevents hoarding from like breaking the game, or are you? a magic item hoarding yourself who just wants to fully stuff your pockets see my thing is this my thing that 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 should only really apply to like high level magic items Mm -hmm. in my sense like because it's like you're bending kind of the fabric of time with this little fucking dinky thing yeah you have to be attuned to it but if it's just like an uncommon like oh yeah this this jug or oh yeah you know this this ring you know you got infinite hops man with this ring you could just hop everywhere yeah dude that's just <laughs> infinite hops uh, ring, man. exactly I mean, my I, there's plenty of powerful magic items like the cape of the Monteblanc, uh which lets you freely cast dimension door and it doesn't even require attunement exactly and that's like um, yeah that's weird for me so i want so that, that one. There, yeah, I mean, there, there's a few magic items that don't require attunement that, honestly, in my opinion, should. Yeah. Um, the ones that do it, shouldn't. It's weird. It kind of. I mean, 
it, it's weird. I, I like the balance where it is. I can't think of one specific item where I'm like, that shouldn't require attunement. I think um, weapons and armors, like magic weapons, magic armors that are non-legendary in status should mm -hmm. not require attunement. Mm -hmm. um, well, and then don't. Items, Plus one stone, do they? Well, you include like the cloak of um, the Mont Blanc thing. I, I think that should require attunement because it's not an armor piece. It's a cloak. Exactly. So I, I mean, like, you know, you have like your plus one leather armor, your plus two leather armor or whatever type of armor, stuff like that, that you would reasonably wear or wield should not require attunement. Um, but then like, say you have like a ring of telepathy or something that should require attunement. And yeah, you should be limited on the amount of stuff you can carry because otherwise you just have an item for every single situation. Yeah, if, if there was unlimited attunement, the BBEG of every campaign would be some, you Melted. know, Will's wizard, greedy wizard who just, you know, every magic item he's ever seen, he grabs and attunes to. Kind of defeats the purpose of artifi artificers okay. as well. Which I actually like. I like that artificers do that. That was interesting. Well, yeah, but in a sense, they're, 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 they're very limited, especially due to long rest. I honestly think that infusions, that should be a short rest thing, but that's just me. Well, you also well, but you get like at level five 20, or six. you have six of them at yeah. level 20. If you decide to ride out Artificer Doctor. True, but you can only use two at a time. No, 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 oh, no. your attunements. We're talking Three. about your attunements. Six. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, with the and, the, and they don't have to be. Yeah, yeah. they don't. But, have but to be each infusions. one is limited because you can you can't have two infusions on one object. They need to be on separate things. Well, yeah. no, but you could you could have six like legendary artifacts that you're attuned to. Like that's the but yeah, that's true. the benefit in yeah. my mind. True. At the, the end of the day, yeah, because that, that's, that's, that's you get that at like what level? Level twenty, you get six. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, okay. So I mean, to have more than three, it does take away from a particular class. Um, but yeah, I, I think three, maybe four, to be honest, feeling generous in a campaign would be a reasonable number, depending on how many magic items you give out to a party. I think there's a homebrew feat out there. I don't know if it's been made official, but there's a homebrew feat that allows you to get one additional attunement. Mm -hmm. I, I that and I think that's a great idea something that they could implement into the game. Although that now would break artificers beyond imagine. Sometimes you want to be broken. Um, cool beans. So speaking of breaking stuff, do you guys have like one item that you think is completely broken that you can think of? Uh, Cape of the Mondeblanc, just right off the top of my head. <laughs> the, the, just the fact that it doesn't require a tune that makes it pretty broken in my opinion. Well, you still have, yeah, you, you can't just like use it all the time. I mean... No, but it's one of those things where, like, if you're in a tough spot in, like, a dungeon crawl and you need the rogue to go into a room that they don't know if they're going to be getting out of, then at least if it requires attunement, you have to take a rest, which, you know, if you're in a dungeon crawl, uses up time, presumably, that you are you don't necessarily have in order for them to actually get the cloak. Whereas, since it doesn't have attunement, hey, rogue, there's the cloak, go in there. If you, if you have trouble, bamf out. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm... well, no, you you go, Dick. I I was gonna say I, I think Ring of Telekinesis is more broken than the cloak, because I mean you can lift a thousand pounds within thirty feet, literally just by attunement. There's no cooldown. You literally just cast a spell and you do that. 
So, I mean, it, and it's so easy to abuse that to say, like, you know, get over a gap. So, okay, you can't lift a person, so stand on a shield, and I'll lift the shield across. So, I mean, it, it's super easy to break and abuse something like that. Um, and, yeah. Mine would be the winged boots, man. I mean, you have overall, like, a four-hour gauge of you can use it for maximum and then you can use it for shorter bursts the moment you get into combat man literally it's it's a one minute minimum combat like around like come on man like it's insanity dude 10 rounds is one minute man you're flying everywhere dude nothing can hit you at that point it's ridiculous okay i'm gonna argue against and that's when those because i want them <laughs> man. i want a barbarian that has you know flying boots That'd be fun. A flying barbarian. Cool beans. Yeah, so I think that's our time for today. Uh, Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you to the viewers. Um, I actually looked up one of those IM generators that that Jay mentioned. So here's our item for the day. (laughs) It is a... (laughs) It is a returning throwing axe that fills you with overwhelming empathy for your foes. I don't want that. <laughs> I told you it's so good. It's like you're like, you're like what? Oh, like, and it could be like a curse, and then you could just like you just get the axe. Like, oh, this is a returning throwing axe. Yeah. Like and then they don't Scott think about Pilgrim it. Weapon. And then you're just like you you hit somebody with it, and you're just like so oh, bad. I am I'm, so sad. I'm so sorry. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, see that like, yeah, oh, so good. bashing so good. someone's head in, and she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Exactly. Amazing. Okay. Good night, guys. Um, yeah, stick around afterwards for links. The voting ones are no longer relevant, um, but the other ones are still. Yeah, um, thank you to Lay Meows and to Sunbird for doing our show art and show theme song we love them they're very talented thank you to the viewers thank you to my wonderful guests thank you to serrani for hosting as always sorry about my internet uh good night (laughs) we'll see you next week